Hello! Welcome to episode 11 of Live with Lil, except I think we're gonna call this, oh I don't know, episode 10.5 or something. Well, number one, how are you? Hope you've had a great week. Oh, I've only got one of my headphones in. One moment. Oh my gosh, that's better. Surround sound. Yeah, so the live on YouTube this week, the live watch along did not happen. <gasps> oh, I had all sorts of a palaver with my Wi-Fi. And as England is in lockdown 2.0 at the moment, I couldn't get anybody to come and help and fix it in time. So hoping, fingers crossed, that for next Sunday, I um, I figure something out or it magically starts working again. But in the meantime, I mean, I'm saying this and I have my fingers crossed. I just realised oh, I've already got my fingers crossed. I'm hoping that my signal that I can put through my computer from my phone is enough to upload this file so that we can have a podcast this week, a little bonus podcast. So it'll be a shorter one this week, just a little, just something to keep you going, just a little snack before we have the full five course meal next Sunday or this Sunday for the podcast on Tuesday. Is this making any sense? Anyway, this is just a little something something to keep BNS together, as my dad would say, body and soul together through the week. And then next Tuesday, we will have the 111 and have amazing guests. They're all locked and loaded and ready to go. But luckily, people can do next Sunday as well. So what I thought, while I'm saying I thought, Augustine had a brilliant suggestion because we've been on to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. page on Reddit and um, we had some questions through. So this is sort of a brilliant little aperitif of some quickfire reddit questions i also have some voices that i said this week would be the voices but i'm just don't know if i am going to be able to play them or not so let's start with a little quickfire reddit question as a little special podcast so i'm going to try and be as succinct as i can but i'm never great at quickfire because uh, i do tend to baffle on a bit baffle do tend to What's it called when you just keep talking? I mean, clearly the waffle do tend to waffle on. Okay, so Reddit questions. Thank you for people who sent in the Reddit questions. I don't have your usernames, but apparently that's just sort of not what you do. So, you know, I suppose for the next round of Reddit questions that we might do, uh, let me know if you want your name to be used. Okay, question number one. Who came up with the... I haven't read these, by the way, so, you know, exciting. Who came up with the code name Manscaping and was it just scripted? Oh, this is specific to... 110 of last week's episode. Who came up with manscaping or was it scripted? It was scripted. Shalisha Francis, I think, wrote last week's episode. So, yep, she came up with it or whomever wrote it came up with it. Is there any story behind manscaping as skim and safe word? No, not that I know of. Do you think they came up with it after their adventure at the hub? Yes, most likely. I think... The last few episodes, Sky and Simmons have got a bit closer ever since episode six when Simmons jumped out of the plane. I think they have become much closer. And then the one after that, that we had 
Chloe Bennett and Lauren LaFranc on the live. We spoke about that being the one, that episode being the one that Sky and Simmons, when they, uh, yes, that was the hub, wasn't it? Yeah, when they went off to the hub and they had their first mission together. Yes, I do think they've become much closer. And yes, I think probably with the disaster of Simmons shooting Agent Sitwell with the night-night gun, Sky probably said, right, we need to sit down and get you agented up a bit. And yeah, maybe they got a safe word from that. So yes, I do think that. Yes, the word was scripted. And as far as I know, there isn't any specific story behind manscaping. Did Chloe actually get to drive that Lamborghini? Yes, she did. Number three, did Chloe know at this point that the little bit of fighting Sky does in the episode was only the beginning? No, don't think she did. Don't think anybody did, really. Number four. That was quite good quick fire, wasn't it? Number four, that desert place where Coulson is rescued, is that actually a real desert place or just a studio? If it's real, where is it? I don't know that one specifically, but we have used a desert before where we shot Mavith for the 4,722 hours episode. That was out in Simi Valley in California and some of it was in a quarry that's up there that was all quite sandy anyway. So that was real, the outside of that. So they may have gone up there for that, but not 100% sure. Number five, general question, who is your favourite Marvel character who is not in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Mm, I mean, I love Black Widow. Very excited for that film to come out. She'd be my fave, I think. Also Groot. Oh my god, no, has to be Groot. Groot's number one. I am Groot. (laughs) And Baby Groot is number 0.5, because I just love him the best, actually. Question number six. I was looking at the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. auction. How do you feel about giving away all of those props from the show? Did you get to keep any props or anything to remember it by? Oh, I did actually take my wedding ring to Fitz. Although, Simmons never got a wedding band, only an engagement ring that Deke picked out. So that's nice, isn't it? Sorry if I've just spoiled that, but that was in season five, so... You've probably seen it. Yeah, so I did take that, and but there were copies of it. We had sort of three or four of that ring, so I took one of them. That was sort of with the blessing of props. I think it's lovely that people get to have a piece of the show. I think we've been so lucky at having, being surrounded by the most wonderful props, and I think that's quite special. I'd rather they were in the homes of fans of the show than in some dusty warehouse somewhere with nobody... I don't know, taking care of them, polish them and polishing them every day. So yeah, I, I love the thought of fans having props of the show. I think that's wonderful. Number seven, how do you film with the hollow table? Is there any physicality there or is it all VFX? Oh, I mean, how do we film with it? Embarrassingly. Uh, also, we'd get very into it. So Mark Kolpak, who I should get on for one of the ones that we do the hollow table. He's so amazing. Head of VFX, he, uh, we would have many a discussion about what we would be seeing because he would sort of come up with the design of what we're seeing and he would explain it to us. And sometimes he would have a picture of it and sometimes he would say, This is what I'm thinking that you're doing. And we'd kind of figure out the moves together, him, me, and Ian. And then, depending on our movements, they would build the VFX to fit what we were doing but Ian and I had to know between us what it was looking like so that we could act 
sort of on the same plane and then sort of be looking in the same places and are have our gestures seem like they are <laughs> connected in some way not that we're both working this piece of machinery differently so that then when they come to actually build it in vfx we're all sort of on the same page and it all kind of works together so basically came from a lot of discussion and then we would sort of do our movements and Mark Kolpak would observe and watch and always when there's VFX happening Mark Kolpak's there and he'll work with the director and say you know I need this big of a shot so usually you do a wide how you film something like that is generally you'd have a locked off wide which means you you know doing like a wide angle so it's a the camera angle where you can fit the table ours probably head to toe and that would be locked so the camera wouldn't move so that we'd know that it would stay in the same position and we'd film us doing it so we obviously are doing it in with nothing in front of us we're just imagining what we see and Ian and I have spoken about it before with Mark Kolpak about what we are looking at so we can look in the similar places and act in a similar way with our gestures and then as actors we step off and then you do what you call a plate which is just a few seconds of the space without any actors in it so that they they can build the VFX using that plate and then they can superimpose that over the footage of us as actors in the scene. Um, So any VFX you see, you do what you call a plate, which is just cameras locked off and it's without any actors, without anyone moving, without any lights changing, so that they have sort of the blank slate of the shot that then the artists can work with so yeah so that's that's how you do it is there anything physically there no there was nothing physically there for the hollow table just the table and then it was lit so you know the lights there but otherwise no nothing there and thank god they made us look good because we would get really into that Ian and I and really into the specifics and what does your piece look like and yes I'll make this bigger here and you know we really took it seriously and then when you come to film it you just obviously look like complete idiots you're like because there's nothing there but in our mind there was things there so yeah I think VFX regardless of what you're doing whether it's the hologram table or whether it's superpowers if the more seriously as an actor you take it the better it's going to look in the end but also the more silly you look filming it so the best thing is to just not watch anyone as an actor if I were to watch Ian do the hologram table I'd probably be a lot more self-conscious when I come to do it but actually as an actor in your head you're seeing everything and you you know you're in the zone and luckily you don't realize how silly you look until it's all over so um yeah hey thank you for these reddit questions keep them coming I'm going to see if these voice notes are going to play. I wonder if they will. So, Nurse Frank, your voicey came through all garbled, uh, like you're underwater. And I think it could be, I think there might be a little tiny curse. Maybe we're all meant to pause a little bit more this week. But please, could you redo it? Because it sounds like it's really lovely, but it just sounds like you're underwater also. Hey, the podcast has been amazing. So if you redo it, I would love to play it. 
then I wanted to play Patricia sent us a lovely voicey. Hi, Elizabeth. So I just finished listening to episode 110 of the podcast. Thank you so much for doing this again. And it's so very much appreciated by the fans. And uh, I love that your guests are uh, are people who worked in the show uh, from different departments. And they are, you know, which make up the lifeblood and the soul of the show, the crew. And we know that they worked hard on it. So um, I actually just finished folding and uh, ironing my laundry while listening to the podcast. And you have inspired me to think of a name for my own microphone. So I might name it after a character from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I'll keep you posted. So see you next time. Bye. Patricia, thank you so much for your voice note. I love that you're folding the laundry and I love that you're almost done folding it. As you were doing your voice, that makes me feel very satisfied. A job well done. And yes, you should absolutely name your microphone. I wonder why you've got a microphone. If you're doing a little podcast or something. Or if it's the microphone on your headphones. Or are you a radio DJ? I need more information. And I also need to know who you're going to name after. And I would advise naming it Izel Because... She picks up on resonant frequencies and I think that's just such a clever name if you're going to name your microphone something to do with S.H.I.E.L.D. I feel like Izel is a real top choice. But if you choose a different name, do let me know. Liam would love to have a little microphone body. Thank you for your voice, Patricia, and for your kind words. And then, <laughs> because this week... So here's how it went. Sunday, getting ready for the live you know, set up my page, da da da, and then my, the Wi-Fi went kaput. And so I tried to do a few testers to see if it was enough to link my phone through my computer to be able to do it. And I tried a couple of testers that I think were private, but if you saw some random lives on my page, that's what that was. But I think I did it privately to try and test it. And I could be on the Zoom, but it never streamed and I think to ha I think the upload signal has to be quite strong to be able to stream a zoom into YouTube so that bit didn't work anyway so I kept trying kept trying and kept sort of thinking oh because I couldn't even go and sit in Starbucks or an internet cafe because England's on lockdown so you can only get takeaway so I thought wow could I go and park the car outside a cafe and jump onto their wi-fi but that just didn't seem quite the right thing to do and although it doesn't say specifically in the rules from the government you must not steal a cafe's wi-fi because we're in lockdown so technically maybe I was still allowed it just didn't feel quite the right thing to do so hence why the live didn't happen on Sunday this week so as I was sort of trying to not cancel the live oh and it did really feel like oh I don't know growing up I think I was just always taught just don't cancel you just don't you just find a way to not not show up and I don't like to be flaky and I don't like to not do something when I've said I'm gonna do it so I was having all sorts of oh I don't know flashbacks to being at school and committing to something and going and not you know anyway in the end I had to go I don't think I can pull this off so cancelled the guests which just made me feel awful and then put a note on youtube i don't know why well it's just not good to cancel is it no one loves a flake 
anyway, <laughs> I was listening to the voice notes that I could hear in prep to it as I was trying to get the Wi-Fi going and everything. And there's a voice note from Salvador. And the title is Champagne in Red Cups, which being from England, when I went to America and found that there were actual solo red cups that you'd have at parties, I did go a bit overexcited, shall we say, because watching American movies where all the college people were playing flip cups and there were red cups and there was just something so American about it and I was very excited about these red cups that whenever I was celebrating anything in America and I still do it, I will drink champagne out of the red cups because it still feels like such a novelty to have these red cups because you don't have red cups in England, really. Just don't have the same, you know, kind of thing. And if you're not American, I still feel like you'll probably know what the red cups are. Anyway, the title of this voicey is Champagne in Red Cups and I was listening to it as I was trying to get the Wi-Fi to work and it just really encapsulates <laughs> my Sunday and sort of how this week has been a little bit. It's been, you know, stuff to celebrate and then things maybe not going quite, quite to plan technology-wise. I would just love to end this little snack of a podcast this week with Salvador's voicey and I think we should just go out on it. Augustine. So thank you, Salvador, for your voice note. So many things spoke to me in it. The champagne in red cups, definitely. The fact that you're a little bit tipsy, a thousand percent been there, love it. And also the fact that Boyzone is your celebratory song. I absolutely loved Boyzone. Boyzone were a band from Ireland. I think they were Northern Irish, but maybe they were from all over Ireland a boy band, they were kind of like the UK's version of NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. And they were absolutely amazing. I had, I think they were the first tape that I owned, first song that I bought, first posters that I had up in my room. I think they were my first, actually, do you know what? I think a Spice Girls concert was actually the first concert I went to, which is quite cool, isn't it? But Boyzone were definitely around that same time. And I went to the Sheffield Arena where I was born in Sheffield. I'm from Sheffield. I went to the Sheffield Arena and saw Boyzone and got a poster for probably some crazy amount of money when we came out. Uh, Stephen Gately, who has now very sadly passed away, he was my favourite. Ronan Keating was in as well. He still does some singing. He's still bobbing about. Anyway, you play out the voicey in Boyzone and I just, I mean, so many of the things and your voicey spoke to me. So I just think it feels appropriate in a week where my technology has sort of turned a bit topsy-turvy and um, couldn't quite make the live watch-along happen this week, it feels very appropriate on the week that I said we'd play some voices to go out on your voicey, Salvador. Thank you for recording it. I love the vibe in it. And hey, thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this little snack of a podcast. And fingers crossed, we will be back next week with a full-length watch-along of episode 111 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I've got some brilliant guests lined up, so fingers crossed that they're still available. I think they I think they should be, but, <laughs> you know, we'll roll with whatever happens. Keep our fingers crossed for the Wi-Fi. I feel good about being able to find a solution by next Sunday. And thank you for listening. I really appreciate everybody that's subscribed. 
and rated, reviewed. I just will read more of the reviews out next week and more of the emails. This week was just a little filler, if you will, a little little snack, as I keep saying. And do let me know what your favourite snack is. I feel like maybe I could go and have a little snack now. Hey, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I'm so happy you're here. Also, some merch is in the works, which is quite exciting. So I'm hoping I have a bit of time this week that I'll be able to get on top of that a little bit and give you more info about that. I'm going to go out on Salvador, titled Champagne in Red Cups. Hey, have a good one. See you next week. Oh, hey, Life with Lil listeners. Or should I say Lil Parts now? I hope this isn't too weird, but... It's my birthday today, so I may have had a few too many red cups of champagne already while listening to some of my favorite songs by UK bands. Boyzone, Five, Westlife, Take That. Um, I'm assuming someone has made a Fitzsimmons soundtrack or mixtape. Here is hoping to that. And I'm going to have some more red cups of champagne. Cheers, agents.